All right. Happy Sunday, Mike. We'll go out on a limb here and say the world's not missing much without her. Oh, uh, au contraire. I was just saying the total opposite. How we haven't had a gal like her since then, man. I really don't even know her, to be honest with you. I only heard the one song a couple of times. You know, I just think nowadays we don't really have a lot of artists anymore. It's mostly just pop icons and people who, you know, had a sweet in through their parents and in the industries. And that's kind of how it all it, comes together dude, now. It's all Billie only, Eilish crap now, man. Dude, the only reason I'm addicted to BuzzFeed is like the relationships and the kids and father. You know what I mean? Like the parent. You won't believe what three stars are, you know. Yes. Uh, Sheen's fucking, or not even Sheen, Charlie Sheen's dad. <laughs> You're talking about, um. Oh, God. <laughs> it's, he's also a Sheen. His name is Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen, yeah. But and he then there's also, like six of them, but well, they all changed their names. He's, well, his brother and they share Emilio! the fi- Emilio! Emilio man. Come on. And I was like, Emilio! That is the most unbelievable fact <laughs> of the, like, 80s. <laughs> Right, yeah, dude. There, I, I love that combination, man. Come on, Amelia. Whatever happened to Emilio Estevez? Huge director and producer. Believe really? it or not, yes, he made a huge name for himself uh, behind the scenes. How do you never get called out on the cultural appropriation? How is that, Estevez? Ooh, so his mom is, I believe, Hispanic. Oh, is that the mom's name? Yeah, so I think Sheen, the dad, Martin Sheen, I believe he was a promiscuous fella. And so that's uh, why, you know, Charlie and Emilio have differing last names, yet are related. Uh, no, see, I heard he changed the name to... Sure. Because he kind of wanted to make his own... Yeah, absolutely, but I think it's because it's his mom. And I also think that's why the two Estevez... Slash Sheen brothers don't look, you know, they're not like a Baldwin brother. So, situation. so Charlie Sheen is not an Estevez. I don't think he's an Estevez. No, he sleeps around like one. You know what oh, I'm saying? Hey! <laughs> and unlike the Republicans, we just lost the Mexican. Vote. All Hispanics. <laughs> they're all out of here. Congratulations. I don't know. Charlie Sheen does now that you like, I think about it, does have a little. little He's got it. Yeah, he has. Like that. Mexicans, man, they, get, they have great hair that lasts. They have like, um, th- yeah. thick. You're right. And, you know, yeah. colorful, like it, it maintains that color. They got the hair and the libido, uh, both of which Charlie Sheen can claim That's uh, true. ownership of. And so, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I dig it, I'm into it. That's true, dude. I bet Viagra almost went bankrupt in Mexico. Those guys do not need it. <laughs> That's right. And They're like the Italians, man. They're literally doing nothing but waiting for pussy. That's all they need. He has a similar hairline and probably genetic code to that of my favorite northern dictator, uh, my man, Mike, Justin Trudeau. I don't know if you're familiar with what this uh, cat's yeah, got going on, Oh, yeah, she does look dude. a little Cuban. You're yeah, right, he's got a little right. Cuban accent. <laughs> A little bit of a Cuban-esque going on. Yeah, Castro-like, if you will. I don't know if you're familiar with what's happening up north, dude, but uh, Trudeau apparently uh, has completely banned all handguns. Are you familiar with this action? Yeah, all sales of all handguns. Everything, man. Uh, Here we go. Trudeau. From today forward, it is no longer legal to buy, sell, or transfer a handgun. In Canada, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. One person clarified. All handgun sales are now illegal in Canada. The regulation was announced in May, but took effect today. The ban also keeps handguns from being imported. That was the sound of an audience realizing authoritarian just took over. And part of Trudeau's plan to tackle gun violence. (laughs) They right there saw fascism completed. That's what it was, dude. They, they were all, like, in the middle of their first clap, and they're like, yeah, we got everything we wanted, and we lost all our f- freedom. Yeah. <laughs> hey, good luck uh, defending yourself for the next round of COVID restrictions, Canadians. Holy shit, man. Oh, they just totally gave in right here. Yeah, you're going to be uh, Australia and New Zealand next time. Congratulations. Ooh, good reference, sir. Uh, 
I find this to be a little chilling, man. Quite honestly, like, he, he went up there and gleefully announced that uh, they're done with guns. Yeah, this is, their, this is all part of the plan. All part of the plan. And I know you're not supposed to bring it up, man. But there's one reason it was very easy to round up the Jews. Ooh. Right? Yeah. Because they weren't allowed to have guns. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just the number one, you know. I, I don't want to go to the south side, even if you pay me right now, but shit starts hitting the fan with this government. Where do you think I'm going to go? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, another thing, too, is you just expanded the black market for weapons. That's what you... Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, people are just now going to go and obtain these weapons illegally. Well, now your southern border just became the same as our southern border. Oh, wow. hey yeah. I didn't even think so, about that. Yeah, welcome to that political backlash. And, Mike, no. we're not bringing our best, okay? We're bringing, uh, you know... We're not sending our best. Dealers, <laughs> drug dealers, rapists. We're sending you uh, fucking uh, Michael Moore. <laughs> Lori Lightfoot, Gavin Newsom, if we're lucky. Uh, we're lucky. You know, not our best. Uh, some, all the child molesters and uh, some political of, hacks. Some, I assume, may be good people, Mike, but most of these people that we'll be sending over this border will be scumbags. Child molesters. <laughs> molesters, drug dealers, rapists, murderers, you know. <laughs> Career criminals. <laughs> Look at it. Canada's gonna have a Trump 2028. <laughs> it's funny they haven't had any kind of populist on any level that I could think of, like a Bolsonaro or a Trump. You know, they, they haven't needed it because it's so peaceful up there. You know, yeah, the Canadians they seem to enjoy being controlled by their government. And look, they were the first ones to openly accept and uh, take in the socialist you know, concept with healthcare and all that. And look where it got them, man. They were in perpetual lockdown for three years. I mean, Canada might be the one country that is completely surrounded by countries that are better than it. Wow. You're talking about America, right? That's well, America <laughs> and then Greenland, Iceland, you know, like. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I, I assumed those were America eventually in the future. Well, America, yeah. Trump tried to buy Greenland or Greenland. Everyone, <laughs> all, all of NATO, you're pretty much a territory of the United States, right? That's, yeah, I, I would go that far. Yeah, absolutely. We're, it's we're just like when Britain ruled the world, like there were there were islands and free, you know, quote unquote, free nations. But you all pay you all pay tribute to the king. Good call. Right? Yeah. Like our inflation is destroying your dollar, so you you're paying tribute to the king. Whether you want to admit it or not. And very true. What we have going on here is completely wrecking everything around the world. Uh, they have, you know, they talk a lot about the disruption in the food chain. It's not really affecting the major first world countries, but they are experiencing record amounts of starvation in, in, in Africa and in, in places you know that we're not watched? reading about. You know, I just watched Hunger Games. Hmm. So, America's District 1. Okay. We're the capital. Sure. Right? Yeah. And then, then, you know, Europe, you other NATO, you guys are kind of District 2, you know? Yeah. And then it just goes down the line. And, yeah, what you're seeing now is that it's never going to affect us. Right? Well, it's affecting the poorer countries, mm. Somalia, uh, you know, places like that. They, they're literally completely starving and their their droughts are affecting them in ways where we can no longer supply them aid because we need our own aid <laughs> yeah uh yeah. i mean the trickle down effect here when it comes to food distribution and what's going on around the world is these third world countries they're suffering the most and the poorest people in our countries are suffering the most the rest of us the rest of us kind of seem to be going on like Life is normal. Sure, we're a little we're a little peeved that the gas is expensive, right? But you know, it's. I think these disruptions are really affecting other parts of the world that we're not really hearing about in the news. I think it's starting to hit though. 
I don't know about you, but it's like finally to the point where like, holy shit. Dude, I just went to go buy a 12-pack of beer before this recording. It's a necessity for the podcast, for sure. Absolutely. Of course. Dude, I always buy High Life because it's $8.99, dude. Mm, yeah, I give the guy. Stuff. I give the guy a $10 bill. And he just he already knows he puts the change in the oh, little yeah. take a penny leave a penny because it's like literally six cents right beautiful now it's eleven ninety something mm. well Mike that's that's Trump economy versus Biden economy right there dude twenty percent today I go there and I'm like <laughs> holy shit dude it's just, it's just I think there was a lot of I think there were a lot of products that you weren't seeing the inflation hit. And now it's just kind of hit everything. Well, they were putting right? it off, and I think they thought they could stave it right till after the midterms, yes, and they yes. just slightly mistimed it, Mike. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I'm thinking, like, too. Yes. Literally. I think Frank, they just slightly yes. missed it by three weeks, man. Three, we were three weeks <laughs> off. You should have fucked her in April, not in February. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that is what we're seeing. And once again, this all comes down to a complete lack of experience in the Joe Biden administration. This is what happens when you check off boxes and you don't bring in experience. You miss the deadline to um, mess with people's heads. (laughs) (laughs) This is what happens when everybody you, uh, you, you relied on to make the prediction was gay and black and none of them had any idea about making a prediction <laughs> yes exactly like seriously because you weren't off by three weeks dude you're off by a lot you got if the election was held last month you guys would have won yes but right dude on. this inflation came back with a fucking vengeance absolutely man. dude and they can't fight it's, it off it's like all of a sudden you can't afford anything yeah it's exactly that not only uh, I read an article right before we went on on how they're speculating they have about 25 days left worth of our our uh, diesel production. Oh, good, yeah. Because, you know, our entire military runs on diesel. <laughs> yeah, so we are, yeah. you know, pretty close. Not to mention all transportation in this country. <laughs> well, this Trains, is, It's how you trucks. heat your homes, folks. I, I think people don't realize that. The no, whole gr- natural gas. The green energy, well, this is all reverberating from the whole fact that we stopped producing our own shit, we cut ourselves from other people's shit, and then everybody else we begged to get their shit from, they told us to go fuck off. So now we're in this situation where we got no natural gas, we got no oil, we got nothing. <laughs> we literally have nothing to fuel ourselves at this point, and we're Dude, heading into I, winter. I heard something, and it made me feel so fucking stupid. Because all these years, I never thought about it. I'm excited for this one. They were talking about, like, the whole, even the words fossil fuel, right? They did it because they want to just put in your mind this picture of dinosaurs dying, right? It was The idea and concept was that it was not a finite resource and that we would run out. Right, because in your mind, you think fossil fuels, you think fossils, you think bones, you think, okay, me- like the dinosaurs were this, they were, the, they were this die off and really this oil we're pumping into our cars. This is the dinosaurs, right? It's funny. This and- is 90s public education people. I hope you realize this is what, <laughs> this is literally this is what we the shit they taught us. <laughs> there was literally a cartoon where a dinosaur was walking in the jungle and then it died and then it went into the ground. It went lower, lower, turned into a skeleton That's right. and turned into yeah. oil. Yeah. And yes. then a man came and pumped it from, you know. Absolutely. Oh, that's why we're so stupid. That's and, why I'm a plumber. Well, what is it really from then? No. Okay. Well, so so I've always known this that yes, there are dinosaurs in that oil, right? But it's all carbon-based life form, right? Sure. So there is a little bit of dinosaur. There's a little bit of this. There's a little bit of that. But it's it's a lot of plants, right? And oh, yeah. overwhelmingly, it's bacteria. Wow. Like there. Like, you know, uh, like algae. Sure, yeah. Like, even today, you get those, like, red red tides. And, like, algae is, algae, plankton, these things, Mm -hmm. they live in these masses. Like, their biomass is larger than anything else on Earth, 
You know what I mean? Sure thing. And these are the things that are dying off. And, and, and like, the problem with your theory of us running out with, of oil, right? And I never thought about this, right? So let's just put a finite, let's put an exact date on it. It takes, it takes uh, one million years exactly to the date. One million birthday. Like, you die exactly one million years later, you turn into oil. Nice. Right? I'm in. You're in, right? Yeah. Now they're saying we're gonna run out of oil because there were already there were only so many dinosaurs and everything, right? What about all the people, Mike? Well, no, not even the people. It's like <laughs> there's never been a time on Earth since the creation of life, and like you know, once once the Earth greened, there was never a time where it wasn't green. Okay. Right? Yeah. So there's never a time where we stopped turning into. There's never been a time where once carbon-based life forms started turning into oil, right? There's never been a time where they stopped turning into oil. Does Absolutely. That make sense? Well, so yeah. every day, there's something like even today, there's something that died one million years ago today that is now oil. Right? It wasn't yesterday, but it is today. That's incredible. Does that make sense? It, by your calculations, then Joe Biden is almost oil. From what I understand. <laughs> <laughs> he's what i'm talking about he was not oil he's oil today <laughs> that's why he wants us to stop from drilling he's like no you're gonna kill me you don't understand don't drill me <laughs> when's that birthday i think that's the oil so if we continue to drill by your calculations half of congress will be totally extinct this is horrifying <laughs> but do you get what i'm saying yeah. that is like so tomorrow everything that died one million years ago tomorrow is now oil and then the next day, everything that died, like there's never been a day where things stopped dying. Right. No, this so, is an, an interesting take. And, you know, every day there is. So there's there's oil reserves that we've been drilling and they were supposed to go. Like if you listen to Al Gore in the 90s, there are oil wells like in Saudi Arabia. Right. There's oil wells even in America where he was talking about like you have nine years. You've already hit peak oil. Remember that whole saying of peak oh, oil? Oh, yeah, I totally remember that. That's a, that's a phrase that totally went out of style. It's gone. Because the truth is we don't know what peak oil is because as we're pumping it, there is oil forming. Right. Right? Well, yeah. I mean, have you ever, has anyone seen an Italian or a Greek? Uh, there's tons of Oh, look of at oil. me, dude. I'm yeah. literally, <laughs> was that a, I got about a quart on me right now that's just coming right. out of my pores. The day I die, my body entering the earth will... <laughs> Pump the reserves up by 10%. It's a million years for dinosaurs, three days for Italians, <laughs> two days for Greeks. Just, we turn to instant oil, baby. <laughs> Pure Filippo Beria. I like to think Just I'm extra, extra virgin. virgin. Yes. <laughs> It is fascinating, and I have always been under the assumption that much like the climate change arguments, the acid rain that never showed up, uh, you know, the the, the, the hole oil. in the ozone that ended up going away. Right. right. Yeah. It's just there's a lot of. Is this because you guys stopped using deodorant? No, I don't think so. Cows are still <laughs> farting. You see that? You see that article I sent you about the California wildfire? Yeah. Um. You know. Enlighten us one, a little bit on that one. One wildfire last year, remember? That's right. Last year was like a big year for wildfires. Sure thing. I forgot which one it was, but it was like a really big one. It was huge. It was, um, we were getting smoke out here in Colorado from it. That's how big yeah. it was, yeah. Anyways, when all is said is done and they did all the math, they realized that uh, all the carbon saving they have been doing by regulating the shit out of their companies. They've been driving companies out of their state with their regulations on right. air quality, CO2 emissions. Mm -hmm. That one fire eliminated 18 years worth of CO2, CO2. And that was just one fire. Wow. Out of like 300 in that state that year. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eliminated 18 years worth. My whole point is, fuck you guys, dude. We are just fleas on the tomato, man. We are not. Absolutely, we're fleas on the tomato, Mike. Man. No doubt. You guys aren't about saving it. the world with $800 billion.
It's all bullshit, it's all lies. And one of my favorite lies that they've been uh, sneaking around, they're trying to prop it up three weeks here ahead of the midterms, Mike, that if Dem- if the Republicans take over, man, oh, oh, inflation's gonna be worse. Have you been catching this <laughs> argument? No, 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 no. You guys are saying if you vote well, Frank, the Republicans, the Republicans take over, how are we gonna spend trillions of dollars on uh, climate change? How are we gonna give billions to Ukraine? It's gonna be impossible. You see the roadblocks we're gonna have in front of us. That laundromat's just gonna go out of business. You know what I <laughs> mean? Have you caught this new argument? I, it is flooring me, and I love it. It's so beautiful. It is. It reeks of desperation. <laughs> Mike, if you- no, no. Listen, listen. I'm the one that drove us off the road. And now we're careening <laughs> off this fucking cliff. But if you put that guy behind the wheel, he's going to make it way worse. <laughs> you know? Dude, I'm, I'm... Listen, I understand I hit the iceberg, and now the ship is broken into two. Do you really need a new captain now? I mean... <laughs> he might make it worse. <laughs> It's not even that. It's I think they're trying to argue, guys, take a look around. Everything's great. If we vote in the Republicans now, this will all get ruined. I think that's like the truth. All this great stuff we've done, it'll all go down. Come on. I think that's what they're trying to say. I, they live in this delusional, insane, retard bubble really where like they think everything's fucking honky-dory and sunshine and rainbows, man. Yeah, they really do, huh? I swear to God. Because in their bubble it is. Because it is. Because Joe Biden hasn't paid for gas in 45 years. He has no idea what's going on in the common man. But when you talk to, like, even, like, our parents, it's like, man, they, 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 they believe this is the right track. Oh, because at least there's no mean tweets and we're not being told to inject bleach in our veins, Mike. Come on, dude. This is way better. Oh, are you, could you imagine the alternative, bro? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But how insane do you have to be? How trapped in your bubble? And I'm I'm not talking about Joe Biden. The man is clearly not. He, he's not there. Uh, did you see the interview where the he fell asleep? The argument about the stock market. I think it was. I think it was with Dan. Where uh, <laughs> he goes, was like, dude, you go, if he said something about it, just dipped below thirty thousand, and then it goes, it went back up, and I was like, yeah, but when Trump left, it was thirty five. <laughs> It doesn't matter. It was thirty-five thousand. Did you? You see know what I mean. The guy was asked in an interview yesterday if he would run again, and he fell asleep in the middle of the question. Did you see that? <laughs> he fell oh asleep. Oh my god, dude! dude. <laughs> and they had to edit it, and you could still tell he fell asleep. <laughs> they edited the oh, shit. They know he li- fell asleep. Oh, I think he full on fell asleep. It literally hit Mr. President. Absolutely. Like he like, woke the guy up. Dude. <laughs> Real. And then, and then his answer was, "Just watch me." Yeah, we were watching you take a nap there, buddy. Uh, <laughs> it looked good. It looked really cozy. I'm not. <laughs> oh no, that's what he said today. His interview today, he went on this thing about, uh, dude. His explanation of whether he's mentally fit to run in in 24. <laughs> Mad. Spoiler alert. Um, you can't put together a straight sentence. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I forgot what you were about to play. Oh, no, it's right in line. Uh, They are desperate. They're trying to change the narrative in front of our eyes, just like how they, for one second, tried to make everyone think that Republicans were the reasons we were locked down and wearing masks. (laughs) They dropped that real fast. I got to tell you, man, the the Democrat Party should just change their name to Projection Party. Because for, like, remember, like, um, like, a couple of weeks, for like the whole summer, they were talking about how the Republicans are putting up these shitty candidates. Yes. Look, look, look at the quality of the candidates. And then look at John Fetterman. <laughs> Did you see our ogre who has brain damage <laughs> yeah. here? Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like, dude, you guys suck. Your vice president can't talk. Your president is almost as brain dead. <laughs> It's almost as brain dead as the stroke patient running for Senate. <laughs> and that's not even joke or hyperbole. Or like, it's like, that is, he's not he's a, a stroke patient running for Senate. And he needed your dementia president to come talk for him. It's not, he's not even a stroke patient. He, 
Please, can we look at the man's neck? He has a tumor. This guy has cancer. <laughs> like, enough with the stroke, but the guy has cancer or something going on. He has a major health issue. I don't know I anybody th- with that thing growing on their neck. Not one person. Not one human. I got to tell you, man, did you see that uh, Amy Klobuchar? No. no. Did this whole time. I've been, ra- I've been like, fucking just... I've been too harsh on Fetterman. I've been, like, sure, really mean yeah. to him, right? You're right. Yeah. Well, you're able to... Well, she came to to campaign for it. I, the whole time I'm thinking, like, how could you guys possibly think this guy is normal? <laughs> and then Amy, Amy Klobuchar or whatever comes up there, and I'm like, man, you guys, I don't know which one of you had the stroke. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're all vaccinated, on, so, you know. <laughs> seriously, dude, based on the smile, the weird facial expressions, the way you're talking, like, I don't know which one of you has brain damage. Maybe the whole Democratic Party is just... <laughs> stroking out on us i don't know i think they are <laughs> all right they all they all look like too pale and like the facial pro- like dude Not john fetterman your eyes are so sunken in even the cavemen are laughing at oh you. my god mike come on can someone get this guy in a geico commercial already like <laughs> <laughs> Democrat Tennessee is so easy, even a caveman could do it. How is that not your slogan? <laughs> Fuck the car, dude. Put on a leopard skin. Hold a fucking wooden thing, dude. Come on. Embrace it. Somebody call Brendan Fraser. Can we get Encino Man up in here? Do a cameo with this dude? <laughs> no, you have to replace Brendan with Fetterman. Uh, call him Pauly Shore, man. We got to do a reboot here. This is the embodiment, this is the real 2022 embodiment of fucking Encino Man. If you look at the cave drawings of the man that killed the last saber-toothed tiger, indistinguishable from John Fetterman. That's why they don't do any photo ops at the Natural History Museum. They can't get him anywhere near the caveman exhibit. Like... They tried, but he got lost. Stand pits. He wouldn't stop posing with the other creatures. Yeah, he just, <laughs> he just quickly fashioned a spear and jumped at the saber tooth tiger. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that dude, that man is more caveman than caveman. <laughs> you know. Oh shit! All right, we'll jump. We're gonna go ahead. I I have it on here. Uh, I'm I find this whole thing fascinating. Number one, for some reason they don't have somebody better out of Pennsylvania to run for the Senate for the Democrats. That is maybe the most shocking part about Fetterman. Uh, oh, that's the most shocking part about Pennsylvania. Second, how shitty are you people in Pennsylvania? I mean, I know you Philadelphians. There's no hope. <laughs> but all of Pennsylvania, grab a fucking Muslim or not a Muslim. What's the other one? <laughs> The white Muslims. Uh, I don't know, man. The Amish. Grab an Amish and oh throw them in there. God, you know? Amish, get out of here with that. <laughs> they got nobody better. Other a Mennonite, this, that's what I was thinking. This freaking caveman. And then, look, this is a sad state for politics uh, for Pennsylvania, guys. I mean, <laughs> Dr. Oz is looking like he might be in the Senate. This is pretty messed up. <laughs> Frank, he's a fucking doctor. You're comparing the doctor. <laughs> he's as right. much of a doctor as Dr. Phil in my book. Have you even attempted to, to, to take those tests? You what? Know? The, no, I'm not even. I'm okay, not. Um, so he's fucking way smarter than us, right? You know who's not? Fetterman. <laughs> Look, I can't believe there's voters in Pennsylvania looking at their fucking ballot right now. And they're like, do I go with the guy with the uh, brain damage and the neck tumor or the guy who has a doctor in front of his name? <laughs> uh, brain damage or doctor? I don't know. I, but even before here. the stroke, he wasn't a genius. You know what I mean? He was a fucking lazy dude living off his parents' money. And even now, he goes out in sweatpants. Like literally, you like two years ago, you could have swapped him out with me on this podcast, and you wouldn't know the difference. I know. 
We were both just <laughs> losers living in our parents' basement. You know? <laughs> oh, man. All right. I wouldn't vote for him because I wouldn't vote for myself. We're gonna- <laughs> we can do better. <laughs> you know? We can do better is the bottom line. And let's dive a little into it here. Here's the um, election going on in Pennsylvania. And according to the news, and I think they are a little slightly on the money here, it, it has uh, serious repercussions for the state of the Senate and how uh, our government will be looking forward, uh, looking going forward. And uh, you know who's yeah. most concerned about this outcome, especially if it swings the Senate in favor of the Republicans? Dr. Fauci, Tony. Uh, or Mike. Oh. I think Tony Fauci is... <laughs> Most Him and Martha are just huddled up in a corner. Freaking out. Right now. They're the most invested in this Pennsylvania. Well, uh, dude, they say uh, <laughs> Senate race. So, so they say for sure the House is going Republican. That's like a seventy-something percent. Yeah, they can't even mess with those uh, polls or numbers or anything. The, yeah, it's the Senate is still a favored. Like it's like down to fifty-five Barely. though. Barely. No, I think it, the Senate's going to go hard right, man. But if they win Pennsylvania. <clears throat> If Republicans win Pennsylvania, it jumps up to an 80% they win the Senate. And that's why, look, I'm no Dinesh D'Souza or whatever his name is, but I do want to say on election night, pay a little attention to what kind of trickery goes on there at the late night hours when they decide to maybe shut down the polling station for five seconds and, you know, recalibrate the votes, <laughs> right? Hey, you always got to recalibrate. That's right. <laughs> so, uh... Huge election in Pennsylvania has massive national um, consequences and repercussions, and let's dive into it. Time now for Your Voice, Your Vote. With just over two weeks to go until the midterm elections, Americans discussing the issues most important to them. This morning, the focus on Pennsylvania featuring a tight race that could determine the balance of power in the Senate. ABC's Ike Jachi has more. Overnight, major surrogates from both parties hitting the trail, down to the wire with 16 days left to go. Democracy itself is on the line. Hey, Barack. This nation does not belong what? to them. This nation belongs to you. As millions of record-breaking <laughs> early voters cast their ballot, it's an all-out push to get out the vote this morning. 538 has the race for the Senate as a toss-up. Pennsylvania is home to one of the closest Senate races in the country and one of the most likely to determine the entire control of the Senate. Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman is running against Republican Dr. Mehmet Oz. According to 538, as of now, neck and neck. We spoke to people all over the state about the candidates. In Philly, many saying while inflation and abortion are important to them, they're focused on crime. In 2021, <laughs> the city of brotherly yeah, love reported 445 homicides, the most ever according to the city's police department. When you get up from work going home, you don't know if you save or not. Nearly 200 miles <laughs> away in Milheim, Frank, a union iron worker, hey, told me he's name. for Fetterman because of what Great he guy. says are blue-collar values. Blue-collar is what <coughs> built this country. Kenny Grubb, however, says Dr. Oz is the candidate for him. He knows what direction that he wants to put us towards. Last stop, it wouldn't be right if we didn't check out a Penn State game. The Nittany Lions taking on Minnesota for Penn State's homecoming game. And some of the fans we spoke to have politics top of mind. If you truly believe Did that, you catch it? Stand up. Top of mind, dude. Did what you I tell catch you? it? Frank. Top of mind, Mike. Did I knew I... you were sitting there thinking, like, why is Frank playing such a long clip on such a boring you topic? I've never heard that before. I told you. Mike, we. Now you know who's on the left. Now you know who's their fucking patsies, dude. I'm telling you. Top of mind. So, anyone new to the show, we've been really kind of focusing in on some language that the left brought into the mix in the last few weeks. And that phrase happens to be top of mind. And I don't remember, Joe Biden gave a speech and then he asked for the senator for, or the congresswoman from Indiana who was dead. And then Jean Pierre's whole response. Come she, on, kept on, wee wee. <laughs> she kept repeating, well, she had him, he had her top of mind. Top she of was mind? top of mind. What do you want to do? When somebody's top of mind, they're top of mind. And it was like something you never really heard before. I've heard it, but not like, you know, it's not something you the comment. And now every left wing media says it. Everyone. We've now, this is maybe the third clip now where we've had a reporter use the term top of mind. Top of mind. They keep using it. They but, normalize their mistakes. It's either that or, you know me, Mike, conspiracy theorist uh, number one, I believe that they are ketchup on the wall, ketchup on the wall. They're using a phrase to 
due to incite some sort of MK Ultra patsy recipient out there who's going to hear top of mind and then go out and do their bidding, whatever the CIA wants. See, I think it's more. Uh... Uh, I think it's more uh, of just like I think it's more of just like a subconscious like these reporters are just because they had to defend her. Um, well, I think you're more right than I am. Obviously, I'm always an idiot, but I believe that you're probably. <laughs> I believe you're more online with the fact that there was a little bit of a memo sent out, like, "Hey, we got to make the word. We need to make now the phrase top of mind.' Something that's oh, I know. See, everybody. I don't think it's that. I think it's that you can see that the people who were defending her. Right. Like, top of mind. You're saying that they just ha- adopted the phrase. You end up adopt right. Like, if I hang out with you and you have something that you say all the time, eventually I will start to say it. This is true. I use the word right. or phrase dingleberry often. And I've heard others use it around me now. Yeah, don't hang out with Frank. But- I'm bringing back dingleberry. <laughs> it's a great insult. There are a lot of dingleberries around us. So you want to hang out with people that, you know, common phrases like diversified portfolio, not ding- dingleberry. D- dingleberry, that'll get you nowhere. Trust me, it works for a lot of people. All right, let's get our... Although he's the one hanging out with billionaires and throwing kumquats at him. I never had that opportunity. All right, that's very true. So let's uh, continue down this MK Ultra path. Everyone, get your ears open. Ready for the no, mind dude, control. But I think it's just when you defend somebody, <laughs> they're picking it up in their head. I agree. Like it's a subconscious thing. So what they're doing is without knowing, they're admitting they are on sure. Jean-Pierre. They're on that party line. Yes, you're claiming that, and I am claiming they are using some sort of mind control phrase to incite some sort of bizarre violence. Either or. Could be either one. Mike, we could agree to disagree. I think it's beautiful, all right? That's what makes the show good. Both is likely. (laughs) I think mine's way more stupid, so I'm going to agree with it (laughs) fully. Uh, Here we go. MK Ultra, folks. The clip's almost over, but I just love the fact that Mike, again, top of mind. Top of mind. They can't let it go, man. It's a weird phase. It's it's phrase. very very weird phrase. I totally agree. That he wants to put us towards. Last stop, it wouldn't be right if we didn't check out a Penn State game. The Nittany Lions taking on Minnesota for Penn State's homecoming game. And some of the fans we spoke to have politics top of mind. I truly believe that. Stand up for what you believe in and keep saying it until, until you can't. Now, the record turnout is notable. Georgia's second day of early voting saw a 75% increase from the same point back in 2018's early midterm voting period. Whit. All right, Ike, thank you. Hey, thanks, Ike. That was good thanks, reporting, Ike. my friend. But, like, you know what I mean? Is like, in that phrase, you, like, I feel like before you would have said, where most people, they have this on the top of their mind. Sure. You know, where you wouldn't just say, this topic is top of mind. I've never heard like, anyone it, use top of mind before the Biden it's, slip up. It's, it's a... Never. It's a weird... It's not a phrase. To just say, it's top of mind. It almost sounds English. And that's why I'm skeptic of it, it immediately. It is English, right? And I don't like it. I'm American. It's, clo- it's too close to French. Like, you're right next to France. I can't trust that. <laughs> that's right <laughs> you know if anyone knows the show we're anti-france we're anti-france and english is kitty quarter france so. you're almost france uk watch that's yourself <laughs> practically france why do you think we don't like canada and we don't even count louisiana as america no, sorry i'll eat your shrimp but <laughs> top of mind mike it's top of mind yeah it's weird right I found that to be the most bizarre it's part of that. It's so weird that it sticks out. You know what I mean? And that it's a very... Well, we have been paying attention to the phrase, and for it to just suddenly crop up in the and process of... Up. yeah. Well, for us to be following the, you know, a lot and of And then this... you played this clip, and it's not like they just used it. They used it, like, three times in this clip. Well, I, rewind. I, t- I took oh. it back a second just because I wanted to hear it again. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Uh, they use it once. They they uh, use it once. Some sort of time travel. Or... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm the Doctor Strange of podcasts. I just use my How finger to that? slide back in time. It's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this witchery. We're bringing new dynamics to the show, Mike. We're upgrading, baby. That's how I we do it. it. The rewind. <laughs> you got to refresh right. to be fresh, Mike. That's the <laughs> <laughs> that we could rewind just so we, the, you know, 
Well, Mike, we like to be kind, so we rewind. <laughs> Remember the sticker? That's what I was trying to think, the sticker. Yeah. Be kind, rewind to our viewers and listeners, mostly. Um, so that that's way. good to rewind. Yeah, you, I want to make sure you guys hear it again, and especially, too, if it is some sort of MK Ultra mind control you know, technique, I want you guys to hear it. Hey, go out and do their bidding. Come on, let's be the you, culprits you got to get the lazy ones, because you know they're American, <laughs> so they got to... Get them at least four times. It's for those incels out there, I believe, right? Mike? <laughs> that's, the, that's that's who they like to target, right? I don't know. insult thing man that you know what that is is fucking online dating well yeah because you can't you're, 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 um, you know like it's dude just like me man i don't get any likes on online dating <laughs> well you got to put up fake pictures Ever. or pictures of yourself from 10 years ago that's how no works. no i can do like dude it doesn't matter. i've tried it dude it literally doesn't matter i know a lot of people the- out here who have done the online dating and it's a farce it's a scam you're being ripped off they try to get you to pay into it and then you do you do and nothing so here's a, here's a, here's ah, the like golden rule of online dating sure right? oh yeah if you want to get laid on online dating you want to like you know you want to be like the player, you know, do like what at least the basic minimum subscription <laughs> and then put in your profile that you're six feet tall. There it is. And like, that's literally all that matters. You could use your real pictures. You could do whatever. You could say everything that's true about you. And it doesn't matter. All that matters is you have to say you're six. Feet wow. Tall. That's the trick. All if right. You put five, seven. Never get a like. (laughs) (laughs) And they all want someone with a good personality, right? No, that's what they say. They all say they want a nice guy, but if you go by like, uh, if you go by like Tinder, like online dating, apparently all girls care about is, are you six feet tall? Mike, I don't need any of that. I watch Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this show. And all those men are six feet tall. (laughs) They are six (laughs) feet tall, completely jacked. Jacked, yeah. Eight, um, what is it? The eight-pack... You know, they don't have a six pack. They have eight packs. Uh, they're oh just, yeah, with the with the uh, the cum gutters on the side there. I don't know what's going on. They just have muscles like bursting out of their necks, and you know, it's just crazy. They're they're all just super jacked, and all the chicks, tiny babes with gigantic boobs. Yes, they're all like perfect, both sides, and then they're all idiots, and they all have so the stupid. dumbest conversations. And then they just make out, and the, you know, and like, and then they get angry at each other. The dude, the and, dude you know, is like, you know, man, I was making out with Jenny, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Kara. It's just, dude, the conversations I have with Kara are so. You guys talked about martinis for forty-five <laughs> minutes. What the fuck are you? I, we watched your conversation. There's no conversation. <laughs> it's. I love this show. I watch it with Emma and. All the other variations of The Bachelor, <laughs> Bachelorette. I fucking love it. it. Dude, they all came out of a machine. Like, all of them are just replicas <laughs> so of each other, right? All I think about is younger people watching this stuff and thinking this is how I must aspire to look like or be as a person in order to attract, you know, this opposite yeah. sex. And it's such an unattainable, <laughs> it's so unattainable, these people are all C-list actors who couldn't get a job on uh, the daytime soap operas, so they go and, you know, fill out. A lot of ex-quarterbacks. Yes, ex-football people, uh, bodybuilders, yeah. um, right. trainers, you know. A lot of personal trainers. Personal trainers. <laughs> a lot of personal, aspiring to open their gym. People, yes, and then you go on the show and you're on national TV and you look great and you work out in front of the cameras and they show some clips <laughs> of you. So, like, ev- like, everybody who owns successful gyms look like they've never walked into a gym. 
because they're <laughs> fucking businessmen, right? So if you're from some fucking jump fucking mook who's at the gym eight hours a day, right? You're too dumb and your priorities are way too offset to be a fucking good businessman. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I I love the You talk show. to these guys and they're like, oh, no, no, I'm a personal trainer. You know, I'm going to open up my own gym one day, though. Like, no, you're not. You're going to open... If you do... <laughs> I just read an article about American gladiators. The like OG gladiators. OGs, oh, baby. Man, and it was like where they are, show. where they are, where they are now. Where are they now? Oh yeah, what are they up to, Mike? Oh god, I sound retarded. You see that? <laughs> no, it's uh, the Dude Man podcast. You know, it's <laughs> dude. Eighty percent of them after they took their money, opened up a gym, and now their their, their net worth is like a hundred thousand dollars. They're all fucking like selling supplements. And sure, a few yeah. of them. Did good in like acting careers and stuff. But oh yeah, most of them. <laughs> the ones that did good in acting ended up being villains. That's so. great. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. Gladiators. I I, I really uh, used to love the Gladiator uh, show back in the day. But but you know what I'm saying though, man. That, I don't know. That is a. We should be. <laughs> instead of the Bachelor. The Bachelorette and the ba- like the Bachelorette <laughs> should be the single thirty year old woman who's a who's a little chubby. Right? I've thought about this many times, yeah. But she goes to work every day. She's got a group. I know, she's got yeah. you know she's she's not the the partner at the law firm, right? But she is a, a woman who's doing okay. She's making seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year, right? And all the bachelors are dudes who are working like construction gigs. This and is, they're making about the same money, and you know what I mean. So uh, this is my idea where they should have like the average person, and then the slate of guys is all or women <clears throat> is not someone they get to look at pictures and pick ahead of time. It's just this <laughs> slate of right. average people, and you go through it. Uh, <laughs> you guys like me, five seven, bald. And fat. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but you know, there's a you know you know when I lost faith in all of TV. Remember Average Joe? I totally remember that, yeah. They had Average Joe. It was, it was bullshit. He was just an Average Joe sure. construction worker That's who right. they were going to hook up with a model. <laughs> and they bring right. the guy out, and he's 6'4", six-pack. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Henry Cavill, the Superman guy, right? Wasn't that it? <laughs> I've worked with so many Average Joes, none of them looked like that, right? <laughs> Yeah, it should have been like a fat balding dude, you know, like or like no, because no, like I, you know, some of them have the body but not the face. You know? <laughs> yeah, and the other ones like you know their face is okay, you know they're like okay, that's how you're able to get your wife. You used to be skinny, you know. So uh, my idea for a reality show, which I still can't believe hasn't happened, is uh, when I watch The Bachelor um, and all these shows, you know they they start making out and they. The camera zooms in on them, you know, and uh, always, yeah. I always thought a great show would be like behind the scenes of these and they interview like the camera guy and boom mic operator and, you know, they show the close up of them making out and then they cut to the interview of the camera guy and he's like, yeah, it was pretty gross, but we had to get in close, you know, man. And uh, <laughs> director said, we got to get the money shot. So we went in there for it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> You know, and it's this like fat, hairy, greasy dude who's the camera guy on dude, the set. You know what Frank, I'm saying? Like, Frank, you are a fucking genius, like, bro. Like, no interviewing of the cast or anyone oh that's ended up. Like, no, you just interviewed the behind the camera the behind the cameraman. Yeah, like the boom mic operator who who like got the sounds of them fucking oh. during a scene. You know, where they couldn't let the camera guy, and he's like, "Yeah, it was tricky. Oh, he's like, it was really dude. tricky. Oh. I had to sneak that camera in through the window, you know, or the mic. You know, it was pretty tough, but we got it in there. You know, <laughs> what did it smell like? <laughs> Vodka and fish. <laughs> Dude, the shit that you can get from those guys. That's what I'm saying. The stories would be phenomenal. <laughs> I had to just hold the boom. I just hold the boom. We really couldn't move. We were just stuck there, man. It was crazy. No, the squirt landed on my leg. It's all right. I don't care about the people in the scene. I want to know what the camera guy had to go through to get the shot, dude. <laughs> 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 G- 
Give me some info on that. It's actually a tough night. I told my girlfriend I'd be home early, but then I saw the crate of vodka come into the house. I had to tell her it was going to be a long night. You know what? You never heard of, you know Theo Vaughn? I don't know if you know. He's a comedian. I believe so, possibly, maybe. Dude, he was like an OG real world guy. He had some mullet and like he was like way uh not real world uh road rules. Okay, like he was on the road w- rules. I think he was yeah. on the road All rules. Right. Yeah. But he you know now he's a comedian, he's got a podcast. One of the funniest guys you've ever heard in your life. But uh he him and this other guy were t- I forgot what the other guy was on. Oh, the other guy was on Fighter and the Kid. Not Fighter the Kid. Yeah, he's on Fighter the Kid, <laughs> but he was on that uh that like ultimate fighting show. Oh, sure. All right. Right. Well, they also have a podcast. Anyways, they were talking about how like no matter what reality show you're on, they're like, dude, you order food. He's like, you order food, it's going to come next week. But if you order a drink, it's in your hands before you're done ordering. <laughs> like that's how it's just. Oh, yeah. They want you there. fucked up on everything, man. They're getting you as drunk as you can the whole time because For they sure. just want you to be ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I, Emma loves these shows and I love hanging out and watching them when they're on TV. You know, I'll put the I'll put whatever game is on live on my phone and watch it on my lap. <laughs> dude, you know what? You know, it's not a thing, but I miss. You know, why I think I never watch sports anymore. Why? Picture in picture. Wow, I used to put the picture in picture in the corner because I got you know I got ADD man I can't fucking sit there and just watch this game you know sure so I'd put it in the corner and then flip through channels and then you could switch back and forth you know the swap no no um football in particular is not good anymore it's a bad product it's not entertaining any longer thank you thank you uh you, they they ruined the product full on I can't I don't even watch it I play fantasy football. And I just checked my score. I barely even watch football. Did you hear about this new thing about reviewing the uh, roughing the passer? Yes, uh, there's been I'm, a lot of controversy with that. Yeah, dude, the, it's like this whole dude. I was listening. I listened to 15 minutes of these guys arguing about whether or not you should be able to review the penalty of roughing the passer after you hit the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I just all, all I could think is. There should be no roughing the passer. <laughs> that's, that's the fucking problem with football. Yeah. Now you're going to have this bullshit roughing the passer, and then you're going to spend another minute reviewing it. It's like, dude, you guys, are, you killed the game. There was a guy on the Packers. I don't re- It might have been Reggie. What's his name? Uh, I can't remember the name. but Reggie uh, White. It might have been Reggie White. I'm pretty sure it was his move. He would sack the quarterback and then grave dig. His celebration was grave digging. I don't remember the grave dig. I think it was him. It was one of those guys. Maybe it was Warren Sapp, actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it had to be Warren Sapp. There was, he was like I just the remember king of the sacks. back in that day, in the 90s, that was the last era of where they were just like, they, these guys would break through the line and just wreck the quarterback, man. That was the goal. Absolutely dominate him, and and you know, and like, and then you'd knock Brett Favre out for a few plays, and then he'd come back in, and he definitely had a concussion, but he'd throw three more touchdowns, and never remember the game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was the glory days. Steal of money from millions of taxpayers to build his daughter a fucking <laughs> volleyball court. <laughs> you know, the only reason they went after him for that is because he's a fucking Republican. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he voted for Trump. Can't vote for Trump. If Brett Favre... <laughs> Listen, of everything you did, Brett, the worst thing you did was vote for Trump. Yeah. Quite so, literally. I mean, that's yeah. the only reason the news went after Brett Favre. Absolutely. And Same th- reason they don't like Tom Brady anymore. That's why he's not going to win. Ooh. He's divorcing his wife. That's very true. You're done. You're cut off. You're, you're on the wrong side of history there, Tommy boy. You Sorry. know what's really scary is to listen to these old... Um, Norm McDonald clips. Really? Yeah. Why so? He was never accepted. Norm was never in the mainstream. It makes me think he uh, denied the diddle, if you will. Yes, and he throw. <laughs> and if you if you start watching a lot of clips, 
you start just getting like you know that that norm mcdonald live show he had sure yeah there's, there's all those shorts and everything that's right dude it, it, you start to get the idea like he was really he was putting out easter eggs you know i've seen some clips of his where he definitely was alluding to in his norm mcdonald way that there were some nefarious actors and characters yes. In the major <clears throat> Hollywood and pol- political circles. Right. And we talk about it all the time. You know what really scares me? It's like. So I kind of thought like John Stewart versus Stephen Colbert. Like John Stewart gets kind of pushed to the woods because he's not following the party line. But he's absolutely following that party line. Almost harder than the party. Well, it's controlled up. Op- <laughs> yeah, he's not even opposite. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's what I mean. But why is he. Well, again, <clears throat> I think in order to get that main gig, you sign a contract. Some sort of contract. Mike, it, it's the contract with the devil, man. Come on now. It's got to be. Yeah. John, then what happens? Doesn't sign the contract, quits the job, and grows his beard, gets disheveled, and retreats to his farm for several years. Gets angry. <laughs> but why is he... Yeah. Why is he so unlikable now? Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand what the whole... What you have to do in order to be a part of the mainstream. You know, like... Because we thought it was just... Toe the party line. But he is. For sure. So... Yeah, he's... Be more than I don't that, think huh? he's any different than Colbert, to be totally honest. I just think he's... He spent it... Whatever he had, he's out. <clears throat> That's it. Just not funny. Whatever it was, he doesn't have it anymore. You know, he, at that time, he tapped into something that was raw and it was real and it was honest and everybody could get behind it. And now, his, you know, woke culture and wokeism is dishonest. It's untrue. I mean, have you listened to his podcast, dude? I cannot even listen. It is a struggle to even listen to the voices of the the two dudes he brought on. And I'm assuming the one is a dude that wants to be a chick. You just threw me for a loop. I didn't know there was two dudes on there. (laughs) Oh, that one is definitely like a he, she. Uh, What do you call them? I'm a big, they're the uh, lady fellas in our society. It's like, dude, I can't even take the voices of your coat. And then Jon Stewart will make some stupid joke and they do this fake laugh. Oh, yeah? Well, you know, you, you got to appease the master of the pod, right? I don't know. The host. I love it. Nothing better than hearing my joke, Bob, and then I just hear you go, yeah, well, uh... <laughs> no fake laughs on this shit, people. You better make me chuckle, otherwise I'm moving on to the next topic. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> next I'll just feedback, dude. It's cold. <laughs> you know, this is... What'd you say? Not funny. You know what? Honestly, it's like the non-laugh makes it funny. You know? So it's... I'm a huge fan Either way, the audience wins is what's more important. There's nothing better than a little silence. It proves more point than your words could, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Your silence kills me the most, I gotta tell you. Gotta give that extra dramatic pause, people. That's what it's all about. Uh, Well, I think we're at that hour point here, Mike. No way. I think so, yeah. I'm looking at my uh, recording here. Let me type in. Oh, yeah, we're there. Right on the money. Fastest hour in the universe, people. Good thing we supply you with two. Uh, We are going to... (laughs) We're going to hit it on a break here. Um, It is... Female Sundays. We got to come up with some sort of alliteration for that. I don't know how to put that together there. But uh, Mike, great call on this one. One of one of my favorite jaw rules, if you will. <laughs> Man, listen, I was trying to find a J Lo song, sir. right? Yeah. And Why J Lo? Is dude, she in the in the news? No, but like half her songs are with ja rule i tried to find one with just her but no her best songs are with ja rule these guys i can't believe they never hooked up i'm sure they did that's probably why uh her and ben had a rocky relationship there for a little bit 
Uh, come on, Ben. You knew she was going to go for Ja. Ah, come on, Ben. Your name is Ben. His is Ja. <laughs> <laughs> you don't stand a chance, bro. you think bro? has the bigger dick? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shorter the name, the bigger the dick. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's right, Michael. All right, so we're going <laughs> to... That's why I go by M. <laughs> you got me on that one, Frank. <laughs> yes! Yeah! That means Tony's got the biggest. <laughs> oh, no. Fortunately for you ladies, he goes the other way. <laughs> <laughs> He's really Anthony, so...